all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. <laughs> Once again, what will the audience notice? And that it's a, a, a reverse bad thing. <laughs> Which does not mean a good thing. No, as we've, as we've uh, established. Sadly, I mean, we would like to do a show about good things, but let's, let's well, face it, not too many people would listen. We sort of did with Vesna Volovich for That was a Christmas. very good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The epic descent. The epic descent of Vesna Volovich, yes. Um, but, uh, but yes, so I am still uh, so knee-deep in tax code studying for my enrolled agent exam, which first one is Tuesday, so by the time this podcast comes out, it's tomorrow, so wish me luck. Um, By the way, that has nothing to do with the tax bill that just got passed. No, actually, this is 2016 (laughs) tax code that I'm getting tested on. Then I have to catch up for 2017, and then I have to relearn everything for 2018. Yes. It'll be so fun. Yes. So We're all looking forward to it. Oh, yes. Mm. But since I have um, been very occupied with that, my um, my wonderful husband has graciously done the uh, the research for today's episode so that I could continue to uh, memorize exemption amounts. For the record, I am wonderful. Yes, I said that. Yes, I know. I oh. just, I just wanted you to say it again. <laughs> you, you have it on tape now, yes. as it were. Twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> so, um, quick housekeeping before we get started. Um, I actually wanted to um, recommend a couple of specific episodes of podcasts that I have mentioned before, some of our pod friends. Uh, who are awesome, but I listened to two really good episodes um, this past week that I definitely want to recommend to any true crime fans or disaster fans, whatever, morbid, morbid people that you are, and we are too, because clearly we're the ones actually researching and talking about this. Um, We're putting out into the atmosphere (coughs) all bad things. (laughs) Yes. So uh, one is... um, uh, our friend uh, Akshay at Blood on the Rocks, he did a great episode on a serial killer I had never heard of named Dennis Nilsson, who is known uh, as... A somewhat unassuming name. Yeah, not, although not... I've a lot of men named Dennis are creeps. That's like, true. In... We, we, uh, we live next door to one. Yes. <laughs> And I ha- there was that one customer when I was working who was a creeper, and so apologies. Well, you, you are still working when you were working for somebody else. Yes, when I was working for somebody else. Um, if uh, if you are a listener named Dennis, please reach out to us so we can say we know a Dennis who's not a creeper, because we don't want to paint you all with a broad brush. Yes, yes we, we realize not all people named Dennis are creepy, but creepy people are also named Dennis. Yes, it's sort of like a logic problem, isn't yes. it? Yes. So, uh, anyway, Dennis Nilsson is known as the British Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, which uh-huh. is um, 
I listened to the last podcast yeah. on Jeffrey Dahmer. If you haven't listened to that, then you have somewhat of a curiosity about Jeffrey Dahmer. I didn't. I just listened to it because he's famous. When right. when he was murdered in prison, I was like fifteen or sixteen. Okay. I, me- I remember I was in high school when it happened. Uh-huh. But um, talk about something that you could not make up. Oh, and, it's- and if you did, it would be the most over the top. Like horror movie, a camp, like stupid this, horror this movie. Yeah, would never happen right? ever. Except like, it did. <laughs> how sick are the people who made this up? But right, yeah, yeah. So this guy, uh, Dennis Nilsson, was yes, very much in the vein of Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> like body parts, cooking uh, just, of body parts, right, that's, that's, storing that's of yeah. body parts. They, they didn't. They did not come specifically <laughs> for true crime. For true well, crime. Well, I'm not. I'm just saying, True. we could not have covered it as brilliantly as Akshay did, so listen to that episode. It was his most recent episode, but then again, by the time this episode comes out, it may have been another one, but it's recent, like late 2017, early 2018. I think it was 2017, so definitely listen to that one. And then another one that I just finished today was um, our girls, uh, Jen and Lindsay at Corpus Delecti. Yes. Or Delicti, or our, however our, you want to pronounce it. Our fellow pod people. Yes, our... Our, 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 our Potter family. Our pod squad, yes. <laughs> um, they did an episode on Rosemary West, who is another British serial killer. Um, A female serial killer. Yes, in tandem with her husband. Oh, okay. But, um, it's... That, that makes it more fun. It was very compelling, but also, like... Super disturbing, major trigger warnings. It, it was especially because it was like, uh, yes, and I'm recommending it. So, um, but, I recommend a trigger warning, <laughs> right? Um, but there was the the main thing was there was an awful lot of abuse towards their children, and that was like the main source of a lot of the murders. It was bad, um, but it was very very compelling. Listen, so. Anyway, let's move on to beer. <laughs> yes. So my brew for the night is from Bombshell Beer Company out of uh, Holly Springs, which is Holly near Springs. to us, North Carolina. Yes. Well, because it's I, I probably wouldn't be mentioning. Well, well, well I our, have mentioned a couple. our Australian listeners that we've been picking up might not know where Holly Springs is. Well, no one knows where Holly Springs is unless you live in well, we do. the area. Well, we live in the area. <laughs> Some of our friends actually live in Holly Springs. Can I actually Springs. try that? Yes, it's, that? it's uh, yeah, absolutely. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, their are coconut stout. It's called Dirty Secret Coconut Stout. That is very that's very tasty. It is good, and it's not very sweet, which a lot of coconut no. porters and stouts can be. Um, but uh, Bombshell is um one hundred percent women owned. It's owned by three women who I've met. Very nice people. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, that it's a uh, a woman's owned brewery. I like that. And they do make good tasting beers. Yes, they do. We've been there mm-hmm. a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I like their space too. The yeah. brewery itself is pretty cool in a very like unassuming part of Holly Springs. Yeah. But I have to give a uh, shout out to Rachel from Yours and Murder. Oh yes. Because that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. talking to a fellow Star Wars geek. Mm-hmm. She was a little. Uh, uh, the funny thing about it was she was a little more... I watched the prequels. I watched all of them. Uh-huh. I watched all of them a couple of times. Uh-huh. But I have not seen them in 
years, years because they're pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was kind of interesting that she had seen a lot of them, or I think all of them, except for the Phantom Menace recently. Uh huh. So that kind of got me up. To, I was like, oh yeah, that did happen. She and, she knew a lot about like the callbacks yeah. in um, uh, Force Awakens and yeah. all that. Yeah. And Rogue One. Yes, which I was, I was, I caught on to some of them, right? But not mm-hmm. one of, not some of the ones that she brought up. And I was, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And also corrections corner. Yes, I was, I was going to go there next <laughs> yeah. to uh, one of our most loyal listeners. Yes, Richie Ernst. Oh, Richie, Richie, it's been too long. We haven't it has seen, been we haven't seen long. him in like almost three years. Jesus, it, it Wasn't will it be. Yes, it will be in the spring when Jason and Parisa got married, yep. right? Yeah. When, uh, when we hung out in uh, the Dominican for four days. In, in, in uh, oh, where did we go in the Dominican Republic? What was that? The capital. No, the name of the city. And That's what I'm saying. I, th- I thought it was the capital. I don't think. It wasn't, no, you're right. Uh, it was, but what wherever. was the name? <laughs> Why can't I remember the name? Probably because all I can think of is, <laughs> is, is being a, at a, a personal resort. exemption is $4,050 <laughs> for 2016. And and we saw a resort in a little bit of the small downtown yeah, for, it's not for like an hour. You, right, it was just a... But, but so, Richie pointed out mm-hmm. that uh, Vader's ship was not a two-baller. Mm-mm. It was a one-baller. Yep. Like Lance Armstrong. Ah. <laughs> His words, not mine. Yeah. Um, but he was correct in thinking that I was thinking of something else, and I was. What were you thinking of? I was thinking of the TIE bombers oh. from uh, The Empire Strikes Back, ah. when the Millennium Falcon is, unbeknownst, trapped inside of a large lizard. What? Yes. I don't, I don't recall the ship being inside it's, a lizard. It was. It's probably because no. you were knitting. It was. Are you serious? Yes. That that's part of... They were in a lizard? Yeah, they were in a big... Yeah. What? Yeah, inside of a hole. They thought they were inside of a canyon, and they weren't. Oh, this they is were inside of a, familiar now. They were inside of the mouth of a very large lizard creature thing, space that, rock That's now animal. sounding familiar, but that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But it was so cool. No. It's just stupid. <laughs> and you're right, I probably was knitting because I was not paying much attention when we were watching those movies. Once there was five minutes of everybody looking for Luke, I had kind That of was the very out. first movie. Well, still. We watched them. No, we didn't watch them in a row. We, we spaced them out, but still. We yeah. watched them sequentially. Yes, we watched them sequentially, but... Yeah. Anyway, that Anywho, was that was David's. Uh, so do not bring down some of the Star Wars listeners we might have. She enjoyed the Force Awakens, and she enjoyed the Last Jedi, and I did. And yes. I think you enjoyed uh-huh. Rogue One. I yes. think most, the most. Um, I would probably go with the Force Awakens. Okay, but but I did like Rogue One. I know you really liked Rogue yes. One. Yes, I liked. Yeah. Anyway, we won't turn this into the Star Wars. <laughs> we're not going to turn this club. into the. We're not going to turn this into the tickling episode. <laughs> this will not become the tickly podcast. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I um, incorrectly said that I was going to get on your case and Rachel's case for saying that it was a two bald ship, but Rachel corrected me that it was not her who said that. It was you. It was me. Yes. So yes, Rachel was innocent. You were the one who brought. And it up. yet another side note. Vader's ship is very similar to Kylo Ren's. If you have seen The Last Jedi, I'm not talking about Kylo Ren's ship in The Force Awakens, the big mm-hmm. uh, Kylo Ren's ship in The Last Jedi when he blows a lot of shit up. Tatooine Hoth. 
Jar Jar Binks. You can leave off the last one. Well. <laughs> Anywho. And Uncle Billy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Aunt Janie. And Aunt Janie. <laughs> All right. Attention. What are we talking about? <laughs> a oh, bad, a very oh, bad thing. We're talking about all bad things. A bad thing. Well, this particular bad thing, I told you before that I'd mentioned it in a previous podcast. You hinted that it was recent, yes. a recent event, yes. and yeah, that you did mention it, although we mentioned a lot of different things, and so I couldn't. I started to research what I had told you, mm-hmm. and that's what I was telling you when you came home tonight. That uh, I scrapped that. Okay. Can I ask in what favor that was? Of this. That was the 1989 San Francisco earthquake that oh, I was working on. Oh, which we will cover. Yes. It, was it just way too much? I, I... Because I know we were kind it of... It was a little too familiar. Accelerated. Oh, okay. So I wanted to delve into something that I was not so familiar with that I have really no context for. Okay. Um, because I was eight years old when it happened, and you're not thinking of... The tra- 89 earthquake? You were an eight years no, old. No, no, no. I'm saying I picked one in favor. Oh, I gotcha. Of a lesser known yes. disaster. Okay. Well, pretty well known. Oh. Not as well known as that if you're an American. Not as big of a hallmark sort of American oh, disaster. Well, a huge hallmark in the country of directly south of us. South of the border? Yes. Mexico? Mexico. What we're talking about tonight is the 1985 Mexico City earthquake. Ooh, they've had a lot of bad earthquakes too. And you'll get into the well. We will get into the reason why I had to specifically tell you that it was the 1985. Yeah, because they've had. Okay. We'll get to that. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. We we have koozies. That's why you couldn't hear our cans clink. I'm sure that's going to come out so well. We were cheersing the mic. <laughs> so, on September 19th, 1985, at 7.18 a.m. Central Standard Time, a magnitude 8.0 earthquake struck Mexico City, Mexico, killing an estimated 45,000 people. Oh, my God. And injuring an estimated 30,000 people. So, right off the bat. 45,000? Just right off the bat, though. What is a little bit different about those statistics I just gave you? That so many died versus injured. Exactly. Like, it's like a total of 75, but the majority, well, not the vast majority, but still more than half died. And the reason because is an earthquake, if you're just in the zone of, in the worst zone where it happened, you're like, most people are going to die. There's Mm. not going to be that many people recovered. Mm. So that's why the death toll is higher than, than the injury survival, rate. Survival, yeah. So. And Mexico City is hugely populated. At this time, in uh-huh. 1985, there was an estimated 18 million. My God. In the greater metropolitan region. Damn. Which it affected all of. Yeah. So, 412 buildings collapsed, mm. and another 3,124 buildings suffered serious damage. The estimated financial cost of the tragedy in 1985 was four billion dollars, which today uh-huh. is nine point one billion dollars. Wow! So just right off, right off the bat, mm-hmm. obviously, I think a lot of people know like what an earthquake is. They know it's bad, mm-hmm. but what is an earthquake? Mm-hmm. What is? Yep. What is the actual definition of an earthquake? Mm-hmm. It is what happens when two blocks of earth slip past one another suddenly. Well, slip or. There's There's multiple... No, there's different ways. They can slide past each other. One can slip under the other. But this... Yeah. Yeah. It's the plates, yeah. Again, not to bog it down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
So I've started my <laughs> tsunami research, and there was oh, a large yes, well, portion of plate tectonics involved. That in will that. come into play in, in okay. this as well. Okay. So it are is. They, are they on the San, San Andreas Fault? They are not. No. Okay, that's only in California. It is what happens when two blocks of Earth slip mm-hmm. past one another suddenly. Mm-hmm. The surface where they slip is called the fault line or the fault plane. Right. The location below the Earth's surface where the earthquake starts is known as the hypocenter. And the location directly above on the surface of the Earth is I called know, the epicenter. epicenter. Yes. I don't know why I was so thrilled that I made that. <laughs> like, like it was a ride. Like, oh, it's the epicenter. epicenter. Isn't that what they call the place in Charlotte? The um, sort of mall, not mall area, but with the farmer's market Actually, and everything. it is. Yeah, you're right. It is what it's called, the epicenter. Yes. Mm-hmm. The epicenter. The epicenter. <laughs> <laughs> Which we stayed around twice. Yeah. I've stayed around twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills played the Panthers earlier this year. Uh, Unfortunately lost, but guess who's in the playoffs? Oh, God. The Buffalo Bills. Well, I said that silently for a reason. By the time this episode comes out, they may no longer be in the playoffs. They're still going to be in the playoffs. Okay, hold out hope. (laughs) You are drinking from your Bill's koozie. I am. Hashtag Bill's Mafia. (laughs) This particular earthquake occurred in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of the Mexican state of... uh, Okay, here we go. Oh, yay! I get to hear you pronounce different languages. Oh, it's Spanish. It's not that tough. Well, uh, well, anyway. I've pronounced... Hungarian and Chinese. You have. You can pronounce Spanish. There's a lot of consonants in these words. Okay. Okay. So, this particular earthquake mm-hmm. occurred in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of the Mexican state of Mikoacan, which is the best way I can pronounce it. I'm not even going to tell you how it's spelled. Okay, I want to see it. If you want to look. Mikoacan. Okay. Aiken? Aiken? Mikoacan? 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 That sounds better. Which was a distance of 217 miles, or 350 kilometers, from Mexico City. Oh, that, I, wait, you said that was the epicenter? I'm sorry? Oh, what, what was the, this location about? That was the hypocenter. Hypocenter, which is... That's where it started. Okay. So, the Cocos Plate pushed against the North American Plate okay. in a section of the fault line known as the Mikoacan okay. Seismic Gap. Okay. The area was known for seismic activity. However, an actual seismic event had not occurred in the area in 30 years. And wait till that comes back into play. Is it like, okay, cyclical? When the earthquake occurred, shockwaves hit hit the mouth of the Rio Basas and hit Mexico City Uh, just two minutes later. Rio Basas. The Rio Basas. Nice. That was a good hour. And hit Mexico City just two minutes later. So this thing just, like, basically just fucking erupted underground. This is an 8.0 we're talking about. Yeah, no, that was huge. Not a small quake by any means. No. What made this earthquake so powerful and devastated was that it had two different epicenters. Oh. Because of this, the earthquake lasted significantly longer. Oh, now, no. listen to this. This oh, is no. fucking crazy. Ground shaking lasted for more than five minutes <sighs> on parts of the coasts of Mexico. Uh-huh. Parts of Mexico City itself shook for more than three minutes. Now, uh-huh. any earthquake that I remember in my lifetime, it's usually, what, it's 15, 20, short. 30 seconds and, yeah. and done. Like, can you imagine, mm. 
Like, yeah. Can you imagine this whole house or just this whole neighborhood shaking, shaking for, for three long. plus minutes? Well, that's... I imagine that that would make it more uh, dangerous, too, because oh, yes. that's structural damage that's going on. Um, longer for people to be getting hit with stuff. Longer for buildings to be collapsing. Oh, and we'll get to that. Ah, more drinking. It is estimated that the mm. fault line shifted three meters or nine feet. Wait, the fault line shifted? So that's how much these plates move. Yes. That's almost the width of this room. Could, yeah. could you imagine Earth underneath us Shifting just all of a sudden moving almost 10 feet? I get the visual picture of, like, you know how um, earthquakes are sometimes depicted in disaster movies where, like, huge gaps appear in the Earth? Yeah, you I know? mean, yeah, that doesn't happen. I, I know. Yeah, but But, it's, like, that amount of movement. That happens sort of, underneath the Earth. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's what you can't see. The energy released during the main event was equivalent to 1,114 nuclear warheads exploding at the same time. Wow. The earthquake was felt over, over 825 square kilometers, registering as far away as Los Angeles and Houston. Oh, man. Although the earthquake was generated from the Pacific Ocean, there was mm. relatively little effect on the coast itself. Hmm. There were several tsunamis, but they were small. All right, get what this means, small, yeah. as a tsunami. They were small, ranging from only 3 to 10 meters. So that's 9 to 30 yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know well, about you, but I would not ever want to see a 30-foot wave no. coming my way. And that's considered a small tsunami. Well, it's. I imagine the reason they call it a small tsunami is it's not, like, devastating. It was not, and it was not. The, like, the coast was relatively fine. Like, yeah. it really was, even though that's where... Where is Mexico City geographically? I was going to... I started to put that into my notes and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but I did not want to bog it down. Well, I agree. I, I get that. I just I always like geographic. Um, but you said Pacific. It's coast. close or, to the Pacific coast. <laughs> it's not very far away. Okay. Um, Mexico City, Mexico is well. I don't well, two hundred two hundred and seventy-seven miles. No, it, it's it's pretty much smack in the middle from east to west. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, but I do towards, see that but it's towards in the, the little, time zone yeah, though. towards the little, the jutting to like the, the little sliver of the bottom of the. But it was felt in LA. Yes. Look at how far from LA yeah. that is. And in Houston. But you know what's? Well, yeah. Wow. You know what's funny though? Um, do you remember? I, we I know we've talked about this, but do you remember when there was that DC earthquake like five six years ago? I do because I remember feeling it. Yeah, like it shook for like five seconds. It was a really like, short period of time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe that was just the the washing machine, and I put too much right laundry I, in it. We had railroad tracks nearby. It sounded like a train. It felt like a train mm-hmm. passing. But um, it ended up, and we're in Raleigh, and from DC we could feel it was a minor earthquake. It didn't yeah, it really nothing. do much damage, but. So if we feel could, it. from from here to DC, yeah. so yeah, something that's an eight point on the Richter scale, yeah, no wonder they felt it in Houston and in LA. Oh, and they felt it in all sorts of other other areas, you know, especially what a day later. We're gonna get into that. Uh, more drinking. So, sadly, the most severely hit area had the highest concentration of hospitals. Oh, no. 13 hospitals were either partially or totally destroyed. Oh, man. 
Transportation obviously took a serious blow as well. Yeah. On the day of the quake, the metro, which is their what subway? they call their train system, subway and oh, above and ground. Oh, and above ground, gotcha. Shut down completely, obviously for um, fear yeah. of electrocution. Oh yeah. Stuff falling. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. just lines being cut. Freaking yeah, chaos. Rails. Yeah. Plus, I mean, especially for the underground metro. Yes. Yeah. You could all of a sudden just be crushed. Yes. Uh-huh. You're below the earth. Oh, man. So... Didn't even think of that. That's horrible. So that line, that metro line shut down immediately. Oh, man. And it carried an estimated 3 million people around per day. Oh, God. Well, like you said, it was 85... Or, no, yeah. sorry, and 18 that, million people in the greater metro Yes, area. and that's just this one... I mean, people... It's a huge city. There's sure. all sorts of mass transport. But this was one of the biggest. And sure. It completely shut down. That would be, like, basically the equivalent of, like, New York City. Yeah. Because yeah. New York City is... No, I don't think New York City is that populous. The, well, maybe the metro area. I, I've always heard that Mexico City is, like, one of the most populous. It, it is one of the biggest yeah, populous the areas in the world. It yeah. is. Yes. Man. So, what that... what <laughs> The... The effect of that mm-hmm. is it caused a lot of people to get out of the tunnels from wherever they were uh-huh. and onto the streets to try to get to where they were going, which a day later resulted in more deaths because, get this, the next day, a 7.2 aftershock? magnitude aftershock oh, God. hit the exact same area Oh God! the very next day. Oh, man. The number of people with potable water went from mm-hmm. 6 million mm-hmm. to just 90,000 oh, within less than a day. 137 Wait. schools. Wait, how come only 6 million people in a city of 18 million? We're talking about people with potable water. We're talking about Mexico. Mexico is still... It's it's developing. I understand that. But, but I didn't know the water crisis was that bad in Mexico. We're also we're, we're also we're talking. Two-thirds of we're the also talking in 1985. Two-thirds of the population didn't have access to clean drinking water. That I've been to parts of Mexico that doesn't really seem all well, that. Well, I mean, I guess I I never thought of Mexico as having that problem, but yeah. Huh. Okay. Continue. I'm just going <laughs> off of history.com. Okay. <laughs> A reputable source, I'm sure. It is. <laughs> it's uh, there is a little bit of mix of Wikipedia in mm-hmm. here as well, but you can kind of. Yeah. There is no shame in the wiki game. There is I not. do so much of my research through and, Wikipedia. And thank you to Wikipedia for my Death Star <laughs> research. <laughs> so, uh, again, the number of people with potable water. Uh huh. Yeah, like we're basically talking, nobody. Yes, went from six million to just ninety thousand people within yeah within less a than day. a day. 137 schools also collapsed from the initial quake and the massive act- aftershock that yeah. happened the next day. Yeah, so it's day. basically like two major They got hit with an 8.0, uh-huh. and then a day later got hit with a 7.2. You might as well consider it two the That's same. That's the two kind of, epicenters yeah. that I was talking about okay. before. So was it an aftershock, or was it just a second earthquake? Well, it was. that's somewhat debatable in the okay. stuff that I read. I read, mm-hmm. and I started to go into that, yeah, and I'm like, that's I another gotcha. wormhole. Okay. Okay. Basically, Fair it was enough. that part of the Earth got rocked two days Twice, in a row. Yeah, really badly. Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, because all these hospitals got knocked mm-hmm. out, because again, this happened in the highest concentration of where there were hospitals. Right, thirteen hospitals and one hundred thirty-seven schools. Uh, yes, yes. See, 
I'm very good at remembering numbers right now. Yes, you are. (laughs) Patients had to be moved from damaged hospitals in just a few hours. They had to move people quickly because they didn't know. Yeah. You know, if, what was because they were because naturally you're expecting aftershocks. Mm-hmm. You're expecting more damage. You're it's like when the initial um, what is it called as in, the main event is uh-huh. which is what is known as like the, uh-huh. the big one. Like all right, if you get through that, then you have to move quickly yeah. because there are going there, there's going to be aftershocks. Right, right, there's especially no, for such a big earthquake. I yes. would imagine. Um, so more than 4,000 people were rescued alive with little to no injury, oh. and the last person rescued alive was found 10 days later. Just just in total in the yes. cities? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so a, oh. A, again, you kind of either survived this or you didn't. So that's And those are just the people who survived being buried alive. I bet so many of those 45,000 people died after living for a few days, buried alive, and then died. Or, uh, and most most of them probably uh, instantly. And well, hopefully, you hope yeah. at that point. The amount of buildings that came down mm-hmm. that were either completely destroyed or badly mm-hmm. damaged. So. Let me know when there's a good time for me to um, break in with my memory of a movie about being alive. Being a... <laughs> <laughs> being buried alive. Okay. <laughs> most films are about being alive. but <laughs> <laughs> They are. Especially Being Staying alive. alive featuring John Travolta. No. Ooh, wow. It's in deep in that that's an actual sequel. It is. A sequel of what movie? Saturday can, Night Fever. If you can figure it I was gonna I was gonna oh. leave it up to the audience and say if you can figure it out, you win nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well I win nothing then. But I have a good thing about that. Well, it's probably not that good, but I good just being, feel like good being the relative word. Good being a name banter, and we just want to inanely banter as much as humanly possible. I'm not sure he's listening anymore. <laughs> he, she, they. I'm not bitter. The military was deployed, obviously, mm-hmm. to patrol streets to prevent looting and to assist in rescue infrastructure and sanitation efforts. May I ask, did you discover anything in your research regarding the, um, like, because in, in a situation like that, in any area... Stuff like looting would be an issue. Like, even when we talked about Hurricane Andrew, yes. looting was an issue. But well, People um, have to eat. People have to... Absolutely. ...be clothed. Absolutely. They, yeah. And they're just bad people who are going to take yeah. advantage of, of certain situations. But, um, but... Mostly, it's just people just trying to freaking survive. Sure. But I imagine... Um, so, Mexico sometimes has a reputation of having... Crime problems, especially in areas like Mexico City, did that come? That was up? I. That's another wormhole I went uh-huh. down a, a little bit. I will get into that. I'll put it this way: mm-hmm. at this point in time in Mexico's history, um, yes, there was crime, mm-hmm. but well, it was course, not nearly rampant as it has been like the last decade or okay. so. So that it was more stable. And the government, the government was very corrupt at the time. Uh huh. But that corruption actually according to some stuff that I read, led uh-huh. to results for the actual people. Like, people gained off of, you know, but anyway. So, so there was maybe just a little less widespread violence as far as... Well, people people looked at that as a coming-together moment. Oh, so this which, was sort of a... Okay. This is, well, this is like what you said with uh, Hurricane Andrew. It's yes, a... Yes, uh-huh. Best of people, a, worst of people. Right, mm-hmm. and it's also life before it and life after oh, it. Oh, gotcha. That's mm-hmm. what this earthquake did understood yeah. obviously it's a it's a benchmark yeah so um 
First Lady Nancy Reagan, along with U.S. Ambassador to Mexico John Gavin, arrived on September 27th, eight days later, um, to, to be observe clear, the damage. U.S. First Lady. When you said First Lady, I was like, oh, who is the First Lady of Mexico? And then, you know... Well, I think First Lady Nancy Reagan, they... But there are First Ladies of lots of different countries. There are. Yeah. So, U.S. First Lady... Am I getting on your nerves? Everybody knows who Nancy Reagan is. Well, I know is. who Nancy Reagan is. I they, know they, she was they, not they, married to the Mexican they, president. They realize she's not Danish. It was She was married to Ronald Reagan. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying when you were setting that up, I was like, oh, who was the first lady of Mexico? All right. That so, I don't have. Ambassador <laughs> to Mexico and just say no Nancy. Or we can, I'll go with that. Okay. They arrived on, anyway. They, they arrived, arrived on September 8th. 20th. Sorry, 28th. 27th. 27th. <laughs> I'm better with figures than I am with dates. <laughs> to serve the damage. <laughs> so this is what I was talking about before getting into, like, kind of the governmental structure at the time. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Mexico was in its fifth year of foreign debt crisis when the earthquake occurred, causing serious problems for the Institutional Revolutionary Party, led by Miguel de la Madrid. Very nice. Did you like that? That was excellent. The PRI, as they were known, again, authoritarian nature was tolerated because the country had seen four decades of economic expansion. When this disappeared, largely due to this earthquake... PRI power base began to shrink, and the party became seen as largely corrupt, which is what it was all along. So the earthquake had political ramifications. Oh, yes. political ramifications. Big time. It was really just exposing what was there all along, but... This party had um, been in power in Mexico for, at this time, for about 40 or 50 years. Mm. So for a long time. Wow. And this was pretty much the beginning of the end of that party in Mexico. So, the legacy of this... Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, 45,000 people. The, SA, the SAS, that's in all caps, the SAS, okay. or the Sistema de Alerte Sismica... Oh, a seismic alert system. ...is an alert system created to send early warning messages mm-hmm. electronically from... As I flip the page. From sensors along the coastal region of Mexico. Because... Okay. And that was another wormhole... As yeah. I mentioned ten times, there, there are <laughs> there are so, so many, many different threads to go. So many with this, I tried to stick to. That's good. What to we the know. Point. Yes, absolutely. So this was another thread I started to go down. So I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing. Sure. I don't have this written down. I took this out of my notes. Sure. But the fault line that Mexico City is closest to is mm-hmm. actually in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. And it does see somewhat regular seismic activity, but okay. nothing like the San Andreas Fault. Okay. Nothing like that. It's basically like a nine to ten meter tsunami here and there. Like okay. so, it, but at this time, by the time this earthquake happened, mm-hmm. there had not been a recorded seismic activity in thirty years. Okay. And again, nineteen eighty five was how many years ago? Thirty three. Thirty. Well, yes, yes. Now ah, it is thirty three. Ah, ah, ah. 2018, welcome right. to 2018, motherfucker. And we are going to get back into that. Okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> I wasn't calling you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I know what you were doing. Okay. <laughs> you were listening to NWA earlier today. I know you are. <laughs> the alarm was supposed to go off in Mexico City, 
when a magnitude 6.0 is recorded. However, it doesn't always work. Oh, no. Centuries-old structures, as well as new construction, were reinforced and must comply with very strict building codes. So this this earthquake caused an increase in building code standards. Yes. Okay. Very strict. One of the strictest in the world from what I, from okay. what I read. Okay, so similar to Andrew. There's yes. a lot of parallels to Andrew, actually, mm-hmm. in a way. Here. Two notable examples of buildings with this new code are the mm-hmm. Torre Latinoamericana building and the Torre Ejecutiva Pemex. <laughs> Pemex? Let me say that. Ejecutiva Pemex. Okay, that's better. Ejecutiva means executive. Well, that's what I figured. I think. It's almost spelled. I don't know what Pemex means. I don't know. I have seen that before on like a soccer jersey. Pemex. I'm like, Hmm. what is that? Uh, Spanish speaking listeners, please let us know what a Pemex is or El Pemex or uh, La Pemex. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if that's masculine or feminine. And I don't know if we offended anybody or not. I, I hope not. I hope we're not saying like a terrible <laughs> word, like the C word over and over again or something. Because neither of us would have any no, clue. No, unfortunately. I certainly would not. Unfortunately. I should. I grew up in South Florida, but lost opportunities. So, in 2017, mm. on September 19th, Jeez. exactly 32 years later... To the day? To the day. A magnitude 7.1 earthquake <gasps> struck the same region, resulting in an estimated 370 deaths. What? And 6,000 injured. Wait, what? Last year, 370,000 people died in Mexico City? No. Oh, what was I not listening? 370. 370,000 people? 370. Oh. <laughs> Three seven zero. <laughs> You're like take away all the zeros. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Three hundred and seventy million. <laughs> Three hundred seventy billion. And what? Six hundred trillion billion injured. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so three hundred three seven zero people. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I I don't know if you understand everybody. <laughs> I don't understand everybody. No. <laughs> that since Thanksgiving, I have been... She's been a hermit. I've been a hermit. <laughs> Stud- literally studying tax code. She falls asleep seeing ones and zeros. Yes, I dream about it. In tax codes. Yes. I dream about it, literally. <laughs> and so... I'm useless to everyone and everything else for any other purpose, but if you need your taxes done, (laughs) (laughs) you can find her at all bad things pod something at gmail.com. You know that. No, I was saying like on our social meds. Oh, oh, at all bad things pod. Look for us at all bad things pod. Or, oh my god, okay. She's losing her mind, but she can do her taxes, <laughs> if that makes it feel any better. It's a different part of the brain. Yes, it is. Thank so, you. So, 32 <clears throat> years to, to the, the day, day, there was another earthquake that killed 370 people. Mm-hmm. Okay, that and was a injured. seven point. It was a 7.1. 7.1. And injured how many? 6,000. Well, that's a much better ratio yes, of dead is. to surviving. And a way less dead people. 
Well, I'm sure the building codes had a huge part to do. And that's yeah. that's what I was going to mention next. I'm sorry. No, I was saying obviously, but Okay. The reason that there were so it was not as big of an earthquake. And mm-hmm. again, you have to remember the earthquake in nineteen eighty five is somewhat of an anomaly because there were two different epicenters. That's not something that yeah. In recorded history, stuff that I looked at, like that, it, it happens happen. pretty infrequently. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people will confuse um, from the stuff that I read. They'll confuse foreshocks, aftershocks, and stuff with, with the actual, main event. Yeah. Uh huh. But the main event is, I mean, you have two pieces of Earth sliding against each other. Mm-hmm. It can have. And they said Different like points where it's doing right. that. Oh. And it said like just in your mind, imagine throwing a stone in a river and mm-hmm. the ripple effect. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's what an, that's what an earthquake is. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying, when you throw a stone into like a you know water or whatever, mm-hmm. like you're causing like a a little pond tsunami. Yeah, yeah, just tiny, but, tiny, but tiny. Only, but it only goes a centimeter. Right. Sure. <laughs> so. Sure. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You're creating a little pond tsunami. That reminds me of that Black Mirror episode where she was skipping the rocks. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I've literally never done that. Really? Mm-mm. Strange. We're gonna have to go. Uh... Rock skipping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hope we don't kick rocks as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but yes, I, I remember this happening because... In 85? No, in uh, 2017. Oh, oh, okay. uh-huh. Because that was the day that I came back to work following the weekend. I went to the Bills-Panthers game. I was going to say that was right before our wedding. Yes, it was. Or right before our um, reception. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, that was like the was, Monday been, or no, something? No, it would have been the Tuesday. Tuesday, wow. Wow. Well, it probably wasn't as, like... Well, first of all, I may not have been paying too much attention that week when it had been covered, but also um, because comparatively not that many people died. I mean, no. 370 people is still a lot of people to die in any one event. But, but the, some of the technology that had come out yeah. and some of the uh, it, building it was code. was mitigated. Heavily exactly. mitigated. Well, exactly. if they were able to... Re- now, granted, that was a smaller earthquake than the first... Of those two episodes. Still a pretty earthquakes. big one. Still really big, but to go to reduce from 45,000 people dead to 370 is. That's, uh, that's in, just incredible. But it doesn't matter because we all know regulations don't work. Hmm? You know. Yeah. Hey, 370 people still died. See, it doesn't work. <sighs> so. But anyway. <sighs> but, um,. Uh, one of my best friends um, is from Mexico City. I honestly don't know if he was experienced this or not. I'm getting Omar. Omar, uh-huh. yes. I'm gonna guess if he had, he probably would have told me at well, some point. But well, he is, he is from Mexico City. So uh, I, or maybe he did tell me about it, and maybe, and I just don't remember because we were telling each other about it. You know, eighteen beers in on a well, Friday night. Well, if Bob is listening, he can ask Omar. Yes. Um. But uh, as soon as you said Mexico City and earthquake, I have it in my head somehow that Mexico City is known for earthquakes. Yeah, I mean, maybe not all major earthquakes like this, but as being a, I mean, I guess it, but I don't know why I consider that. This was a bad one. And again, I forgot to uh, print images. Oh, that's okay. See images oh, of. Oh man! Imagine um, what was the place the the Rana Plaza. 
Yes. Okay, that picture you showed me? Mm-hmm. Imagine that picture being like... A whole city. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, well, it was... Because you it, said like 400-some buildings. Yeah. completely. And, and tons more severely A little damaged. over 1,000 were pretty much inoperable. Oh, man. That, oh. And it was at 7, 18 in, in the, the morning. morning. So people are still asleep. I yeah, so yeah, that are. probably that's like the Tung Tung earthquake mm-hmm. too. That had a lot of problems because people were like asleep yeah. and and didn't yeah. escape because they were like so, out, up and about. Even so, you're in Mexico City. There's buildings. It's a city. Everywhere. It's a big city. There's, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's not like not, a lot of open pasture. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. In the outskirts of the city, sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you're in downtown and something like that hits, mm-hmm. like you're just yeah, you're just lucky to get through it, right? Because there's so much debris. Yeah, as a result of that, yeah, the, so many different things wow. could kill you. Wow! Oh man, forty five thousand people. That's so and sad. Estimated. That's a huge. Uh, yeah. Well, you can't be exact in that case, but man, that's really sad. That's so many people. Yeah. Ugh. No wonder it was like a before this and after this. I mean, that's uh, we're in a there. There is still a memorial held every year on that day oh. in Mexico City. Yeah. So it it did imagine. have it, it had cultural, political, yes, physical. It had yes. every it had every after effect that you could think of. Yes. Because it was it was just a. Uh-huh. I mean, literally, everything's fine. Two minutes later. Just destroyed. Your city is destroyed, and probably if you're alive, you're injured, or someone you know and love is either killed or injured. Yeah. And you're not in good shape. No. Mentally, at all. You probably don't have a place to sleep. Yeah. No, you probably don't have food or water. Yeah. So you're, yeah. So. Oh, God. And, And places you would go, like, to get those things, gymnasiums, hospitals, where... Schools? They're... They're destroyed, too. You know, that's interesting, too. I mean, obviously, the worst of the effects is, like, the dead and the injured, but, like, and, and there are all these cost the, the, estimates. The, the but infrastructure is exactly. gone. Exactly. And, like, you have to think about, well, there was a huge cost to kids not being able to go to school for, like, a year or however long it took yeah. them to be able to go back to school. And, obviously, emotional cost, but just even, like... Yeah, like business and infrastructure and education and, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I didn't, I, I knew, like I said, I'm not sure how, but I like I've heard at some point that like Mexico City was known for earthquakes to an extent, but 45,000 people. That's one of our biggest death tolls. Mm-hmm. And I, and, I, and I changed it to this because I came across an article yesterday mm-hmm. talking about the Mexico City earthquake that just happened mm-hmm. that nobody really knew about. Because yeah. part of the reason that it kind of went away so quickly is because of the hurricanes that had happened at almost the same yes. time. Yes, yes. And that's so interesting, too, the, the idea that, like... People are like, oh, 370 Mm -hmm. dead and men, like, whatever. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, in the U.S., we do that a lot. Like, oh, well, it didn't happen in the U.S., what do we care? But it happened in the middle of a bunch of other shit, like the the most recent one. And it happened in Mexico, which is one of our closest allies, both geographically and politically. Well, we're having a bit of a problem with them at the moment 
because we're dicks <laughs> as the United States, and so is our goddamn... Anyway, I'm going to stop, but, um, but there are actually a lot of uh, residency, re- residency requirements for taxes that allow residency in Mexico to count for being, you know, the same as being residency in the U.S., and I'm going to stop talking about taxes now. <laughs> Can I tell you about my the buried alive thing I wanted to tell you about? I'm not sure. Does, does it suit this podcast? It's a bad thing I'm getting not, buried I, I was, alive. I was okay. Kidding. So I remember when I was like 12, living uh, like my family was living in my grandparents' house in Miami, and I'm pretty sure I was watching this with like my grandmother or my grandparents one night. But it was like some sort of, it was on Lifetime or whatever, some movie. And all I remember. Was it that Lifetime movie (laughs) about about that that woman? woman? I know. But I'm pretty sure the woman in it was Nancy Travis. I know who that is. Yes. Yes. Yes, I do know that. Yes. Yes. And I want to say the actor was like Bo Bridges or one of the Bridges or. um, Nancy Travis was in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh. Is she the that's lady? Her. Oh, yes. okay. That's the girlfriend of Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I don't remember exactly who the guy was, but at, or the plot. All I remember is that she, or maybe it was the guy. <laughs> anyway, one of them got buried alive, like totally got buried alive, and the other one was trying to like catch them in time. Um, but I think they all ended up dying in the end. And I'm not sure why that was worth telling anybody. And that is your latest Rotten Tomatoes review of Nancy <laughs> Travis's career in this particular movie. So, that was the 1985 and a little piece of the 2017 yeah. Mexico City earthquake. That's terrible. 45,000 people. That's just like that. Yep. Well... Not as fast as some earthquakes, apparently, but... Uh, initially, it was a lot of people just like that, and then remember, there was a 7.2... Second, second earthquake, the next day? ...magnitude aftershock the very next day, mm. which killed a lot of those people that got off those commuters yeah, and were yeah. wandering around rubbled cities. Wow. So... That's... And... Uh, well, good on Mexico City for rebuilding and it seems, moving on over the years. For all the research I did, it seems like for the most part, mm-hmm. they learned a lesson. Well, sure, because the second, the, the 2017 earthquake had a f- tiny fraction of the fatalities and injuries that the yeah. 85 one did. Yeah. So that's And that's a very fantastic. strong magnitude. A 7.1 yeah. is uh-huh. nothing to... Well, it was close to that second one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was close to the first aftershock. Yeah. Which, you know, the, the 45,000 I gave you was was all of Total, that combined. Yes. Uh-huh, I understand that's, that. that's all the people that were killed by that yeah. estimated. Well, so. uh, yeah, for, for everyone who lives in... Uh, well, we all live in earthquake potential, and anything but, can happen to any of us at any but time. But not as much as other people. <laughs> no. and, I, and I could not imagine... That being in my mind somewhere, like, hey, someday I might be walking right. down the street and the street's not there anymore right. in a matter of seconds. It's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. So, but life is scary. I enjoy living in the two places I've lived, the Northeast and the mm-hmm. Southeast, where in the Northeast all I have to worry about is a blizzard, mm-hmm. which does kill people. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, very infrequently and very randomly. 
and very small infantile percentage-wise compared to the amount of people it actually affects. Do you mean infinitesimal? Infinitesimal. That's a very good word. I'll have to remember that. Mm -hmm. I probably won't, though. But in, in where we live in the southeast... We'll get the remnants of a hurricane, yeah. but we're not dealing with the full mm, nope. force of a hurricane ever. Not at all. Where we are. Mm-hmm. So we live in the, the two places I've lived in my entire life. A natural disaster is never really something I've had to worry about. No, not not a ton. No, Mm-mm. thankfully. But, but, I mean, anything can happen to any of us at it, any time. That's the, the scary part. But uh, There could be a tornado through downtown Raleigh one day. Well, there oh, that's has right. been. I, oh, that's right. I went through that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, which was not fun. A tip of the hat to uh, Mexico City for picking up and to anybody who lives on near, Mm -hmm. apparently within eight hundred fifty square kilometers of a fault line. Stay safe, our friends. Yeah. Man, fuck I, all that. And apparently, don't go to a doorway because I've heard that's that's a wives' tale of I don't that know. helping at all. Did you ever hear that? Like, if there's no well, I know you're supposed doorway, to stand in the doorway. Apparently, that's, that's not a thing. Okay, from what I've read. All I know is that if you're in a basement during an earthquake, then you might as well fucking kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you're you're done. That. So. Oh, um, shout out this week to Bethany for reaching out to us. New fan on Facebook. Yay, our Bethany. Third, our third fan. <laughs> We've had more our than fourth, that. Our fourth? Fifth? Fourth? Hey, we're starting to lose count. That's a yes, good sign. Yes, we are. That is a good sign. <laughs> we're starting to lose count of the five of you or four of you. <laughs> All right. But remember to get your taxes done with Rachel because <laughs> she can keep that in order. And I am um, this week hoping... To pass my first test, and as a reward to myself, I will let myself finish the research I already started for next week's episode that I'm very excited about. Okay. I'm, I'm excited about it as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a good one. And then I have the next one already planned, so I'm okay. excited about that, too. So, for the listeners that are struggling right now, knowing that this will be one of the last one I host for, oh, for a while. no. Yeah. You can host one whenever you oh, want. Okay. You right. do a great job. I can't host with your research, though. <laughs> well, who can? I have to do my own. Yes, that's fine. That's understandable. The hosting, the research is the hardest part, it frankly. Is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And speaking of which, this research was brought to you by, unfortunately, the 1985 Mexico City earthquake. Mm-hmm. A f- terrible thing. A very bad thing. Certainly an all bad thing. Mm-hmm. And for all bad things, I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week.